Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Fluently Forward. How's everyone doing? Are you having a good morning, afternoon, evening, night? Maybe you're asleep, maybe you're dissociating, maybe you've been dissociating for two years and it feels like life is a video game and you're actually in The Sims. And if that's happening, I hope it's going well and I hope you're excited for this week's episode of Fluently Forward. Now, today on the podcast, we have on a very special guest. Her name is Princess Milky. That's right. That's what it says on her birth certificate. Her name's Molly. She goes by Princess Milky. You've probably seen her videos on TikTok, and it's one of those awkward things where someone is younger than me, but I idolize the fuck out of them and want to be more like them. Um, It's always interesting when that happens and someone's younger than you. But Molly and I have been mutuals on TikTok for a while. I'm just like obsessed with her videos, her thoughts, the way that she thinks about things, the way that she calls people out, the way that the majority of her thoughts are kind of like the thoughts of the everyman, but they're said with so much humor and so much passion behind them. It's just, you have to go check her out if you haven't already. And today on the podcast, we are defending celebrities that nobody else would defend. I'm talking Simon Cowell. I'm talking the Kardashians, Demi Lovato, Ellen DeGeneres. Basically, we wanted to do an episode where we defend celebrities that everybody hates. Now, references to a few blind items are sprinkled between, but this is basically us just kind of shooting the shit and getting into it. And we do talk a little bit about the oddities of TikTok and social media beforehand. I always think that topic is fun, but I know I've gotten or I've seen some comments from people being like, when creators talk about being creators, it's actually really fucking boring. So as always, timestamps are in the show notes if you want to skip to the meat. So without further ado, let's bring on the lovely Molly, and I will see you at the end of this interview. So welcome to the podcast, Molly, aka Princess Milky. So excited to have you on. Um, And this is your first podcast appearance ever, right? Yes. And I actually feel like I'm kind of like, I like mentally prepared like a job interview, which I feel like probably (laughs) it's like not the same. She's actually dressed all in business casual right now. You can't tell. She did email over a resume. So many things to ask you. The first question that I want to ask is obviously you're so well known on TikTok for your incredible videos. What brought you to TikTok? What made you start making videos? What's your experience been like on the platform? Um, okay, I like honestly just like locked down with like COVID. Like that is yeah. like when I like started. I was like so against it because like I mean Okay, I'm, like, 25 now, so I was, like, 22, 23, and I thought that I was, like, way too old for it. Like, I thought it was just, like, people, like, like musically 2.0, and mm-hmm. all my friends had it, and they were just, like, I think you would, like, be so funny on it and, like, make videos, and I was just, like, I feel like I have, like, a different understanding of, like, what the app is like because I'm, like, offended that you're saying that because I just, like, looked yes. down on it. Um, but then with, like, lockdown, I had, like, literally nothing to do with myself, so I started, like, using TikTok, Um, and in the beginning I was just sort of like re like sort of like making like the kind of videos that I was seeing because I still don't really know how to use it. And I think like the second video I posted like went viral and I was like sort of making fun of girls down South who get like married in high school (laughs) and like, they're just like child brides. Um, and they got so mad at me and I thought that I was going to like blow up into like TikTok fame. And then I like woke up one morning and I just had like an army of like people from the South, like pissed at me. And I was just like, maybe I shouldn't have like made that like enemy, like right off the bat. Um, 
but then over time I was just like I can't like put like effort into like videos like this is like ridiculous and then I just like started like talking and like giving my opinion because that's my favorite thing to do and that's what like got people to like start following me and like my videos like doing better yeah well your videos are just this like incredible blend and it's both your videos on TikTok and also your Twitter where basically I was trying to describe you to someone the other day (laughs) not even for the podcast just erotically and I was like "Hmm, Princess Milky I'm like she does hot takes but it's also it's almost not a hot take like you almost say something that's just pure fact but it goes against what everyone online is saying because what they're saying is insane like you did this recent video on TikTok where you were basically saying this whole trend of like oh my god a Victorian child would never be able to handle this like new Olivia Rodrigo song and you're like you need a trigger warning to look at pictures of holes close together so I think the Victorian child actually has a lot thicker skin than you would think so I almost feel like you do reverse hot takes like how would you describe it I well my like one of like my biggest like toxic traits is like like some people have like an individuality complex where they think that like everything that they think and do is like they're the only one I have like the opposite where every like insane thought I have I'm like no everybody thinks this and like if I haven't heard anyone say it yet it's like they just haven't gotten around to it but like everyone agrees um but I don't know I feel like everyone recognizes how insane people are on the internet but like I don't, I feel gaslit almost sometimes when I like point it out and people are like, you say what I'm afraid to say. And I'm like, why are you afraid to say it? Like, we're literally all thinking it. Like, yeah, it's not that insane. And I feel like it's interesting because, you know, and soon we'll be talking about celebrities on here. There are some instances where it's kind of like, what's okay to do something to a celebrity versus to an influencer? Like if Justin Timberlake makes a cringy TikTok, I think it's awesome where everybody in the comments is like, you need to stop, like knock it off. This isn't your place. But then sometimes people think that they can talk to a creator the same way. And I almost feel like sometimes you can, but Justin Timberlake will never see your comment. It's just for laughs for everybody else. But individually DMing like a small creator like something kind of shitty I feel like is a little bit of an interesting blend and I just find it funny how it works like especially with the last two years of COVID we've all gotten so comfortable online and that's why I love your videos where you literally talk to someone directly because I think a lot of people just don't think that's ever going to happen yeah and I also I get like very torn about like hating on celebrities because like on one hand they are people too and like that is, like, shitty, like... I know, I keep forgetting that. They I, are. <laughs> I, I do, too. Because they're so, like, out of touch that, like, sometimes I, like, forget that we live, like, in the same universe. But at the same time, like, Justin Timberlake has, like, enough money to wipe his tears. And, like, I just don't, like, I I feel like people forget that, like, you have to, like, pay attention, like, when you're, like, hating on someone that, like, you perceive as, like, powerful and successful. It's, like are they or do you just think that because like they're viral online like you are kind of just like being like an ass just like a random person who did nothing to you like I think that all the time I say all the time that when people say to influencers you know like we need to eat the rich I'm like you think that eating the rich is every single girl on TikTok who has a Dyson Airwrap, and that's not the rich. The rich are the people who aren't on TikTok because they own corporations and they have private jets and you've never heard their name before and they don't have a social media account. And those are the people that truly need to pay their taxes and give back. But people online will cyber bully the shit out of a girl getting a $7 latte and be like, you're privileged. So now I get to say whatever I want to you. And it's like, 
sure, that is a type of privilege, but people online just really aren't thinking towards the spectrum. I just think there, there's a lot of misplaced activism that happens online and it's just bullying, you know? Exactly. And I think though that like, I, I'm like, so like, I hate like billionaires and I know that like privilege is like, like, I'm not one of those people who like refuses to accept it and just like, I struggled. So like privilege isn't real. I'm not like that. But what you're saying about like people thinking that like, yeah, someone was like a Dyson Airwrap and like spends like money, like going out to eat every day is rich. And people, like, misplace, like, anger on them. Like, you can tell the difference between people who actually, like, care about the issue and people who are really just, like, jealous. And, like... Yes. Admit, like, pointing out, like, people's jealousy, like, there's no way to do it without, like, sounding, like, a little bit, like, bitchy. <laughs> but it's just, like, I mean, like, what do you, like, think you're doing? Like, you're just, like, hating on, like, a girl who's just, like, doing, like, a day in the life. Like, if you think it's obnoxious, like, you can just scroll, like... So, so today we're going to be talking about celebrities that everyone hates, and I think we're actually going to be defending them and putting in the good word for them. And this was a concept that you came up with, which I loved. So I want to hand it to you first. Who is a celebrity that you think is widely hated, but there's something about them that you just funk with? Gwyneth Paltrow. That is always yes. like my number one top of the list. Like, I think I would be <laughs> friends with her. Like, I, we wouldn't, but in my delusion, I do think she's like cool. <laughs> A hundred percent. And I think she she's definitely very much hated by people, but I do think there has been a shift in the last couple of years where people start to like her. And I think it was when she did that quote about how she has gotten Botox, but she'll also smoke a cigarette every once in a while. And it was just this great quote of a celebrity admitting to be a hypocrite. And I have this, you know, longstanding theory that I think at the end of the day, what people are drawn the most to is authenticity. I think that's why people weirdly, I think that's why we had Donald Trump as our president instead of Hillary Clinton. Because at the end of the day, what do you care more about? That you're getting something authentic or that you're getting a good person? And sometimes we rather the authenticity. So I think once Gwyneth Paltrow leaned into the goopiness of it and was like, yeah, I am tone deaf and I'm aware of it, I think people started to kind of like her. I, that's why I love her because I think all celebrity, like my pet peeve is when celebrities try to be like overly relatable, not even overly relatable, but like just when it comes to like talking about like political issues, like they do it from such like a place of like sitting on like their high horse and like, yes, it's like, you really don't know what you're talking about. It's like the Ricky Gervais, um, Oscars, right? I think it was at the Oscars when he was like, when you win your award, get up here thank your agent, thank your God, and then get off the stage, but don't lecture us about not eating meat or the environment. Like, we all know that you used to ride in a plane with Jeffrey Epstein. So, like, don't be condescending. Just grab your Oscar and go. Exactly, exactly. And so, like, that I've just become, like, so sick and tired of. So, like, Mm -hmm. the celebrity who just, like, knows that they don't know what they're talking, like, they don't, they don't know what it's like to be me. Like, I don't, like, when they try to, like, Talk about, you know, people who are, like, less privileged. And it's just, like, you have, like, no even, like, concept of what that person's life is like, which is fine. I I wouldn't expect you to. You live in, like, la-la land, like, Celebrityville. So don't Mm -hmm. pretend that you do. Just, like, talk about what you know. And that's why I like you. It's kind of similar to the method of, um, you know, I know Kim Kardashian got a lot of shit for being like, I did this crazy diet to fit into this dress. But what I find even more annoying is when, you know, someone like Bella Hadid, who very obviously struggles with her weight and eating, I would say, I think she's admitted to as much in magazines, but then is always like posting about pizza and pasta and being like, look at all of this stuff that I eat. And it's like, well, that frustrates me because I know that these models aren't eating that. And it's when people try to do 
both sides of the coin, right? So it's when um, Taylor Swift says that she's such a victim in the industry, but she's also the number one pop star and she wants both sides of the coin. It's when the Kardashians want to be relatable in their upcoming Hulu show, but then they also have private jets. And it's like, you can't be both sides of the coin. Just admit that you're on the better side of the coin and people will like you more for that. I I agree 100%. And like, I think people get like upset, like especially when it comes to like the whole like dieting thing, they think that it's like encouraging like younger girls or just like anyone who's like watching to like follow in their footsteps. And it's just like, I feel like that's like a kind of a part of a bigger issue. And I don't think that they're helping by like lying and like keeping it a secret and like being like, oh, like I eat pizza and McDonald's like five times a day. I just like, they can't keep the weight on me. Like, I don't. I don't think that's, like, the answer. Like, I think people should just, yeah. like, stop paying attention to, like, everything that celebrities are doing. And I have, like, a whole theory about how, like, people, like, not having friends in real life is, like, the number one threat <laughs> to society. <laughs> people, like, have, like, such, like, insane expectations for celebrities and influencers and stuff. And it's just, like, I get that with, like, all, like, the attention they get and, like, privilege. Like, they should, they have, like, some responsibility. But, like... Some people don't realize, like, how much they're, like, expecting from, like, at the end of the day, like, they're just people. Like, they're going to say the wrong thing. They're going to do, like, stupid shit. And, like, if you hung out with anyone in real life, you would understand and, like, not be that, like, upset and, like, outraged, like, when they fuck up. Because, like, you know they're, like, a real person. Yeah, my favorite type of person is the one, and this is me and all of my friends, who said if I ever got famous, I would get canceled so quick. You know, anyone who's like, oh, she did this, like, we need to cancel her. I would never do that. I'm like, look within yourself. Like, then you must not be any fucking fun because me and my friends would be ostracized from Hollywood within a month if we ever made it there. Yeah. And especially, like, I'm sorry, like, especially if you're like a woman, like, pe- yeah. also, like, canceling, it's just an inevitable thing. Like, people just, like, look for anything. Like, once they start to, like, hate someone for other reasons, they'll just, like, look for, like, a reason to cancel them. And, like, once people start to, like, get, like, a negative, like, opinion on you, you're already canceled. Like, they're just, like, waiting for you to mess up, which is just, like, inevitable, so. Yeah, it, it's, uh, you'll, you'll seek whatever you're looking to find. Like, there's this great quote, and I love it, and I try to think of it whenever I do the podcast, and it says, um, people who get you will know what you're saying, even if you speak imperfectly, and people who are determined to misunderstand you will, even if you speak perfectly. So just speak freely, because everyone, you know, like, they're going to look for what they can find in your words, no matter what. So just say what you want to say. Exactly. And that's why, like, this whole, like, cancel thing, and just, like, the whole, like, attitude of, like, everyone just being, like, so morally, like, righteous, like, it's still just, like, another way to like express like hate and like Mm. misogyny too like you see like the like celebrities that are canceled and it'll be like a dude who's like literally like essayed women killed someone yeah it'll be like a woman who like was a bad tipper and it's just like that those two things are like not the same like that's like insane that like you're gonna cancel someone because they like left like a shitty tip like oh my god but like that's just misogyny Like, Chris Brown has a career and Chrissy Teigen is viewed as canceled. Granted, what Chrissy Teigen wasn't great, but those were words on Twitter. And Chris Chris Brown has literally, like, a decade-long history of violence. You know what I mean? And one person is, like, redeemable and the other person isn't. It just doesn't make sense. No, literally. It's insane. I I was just talking about Chrissy Teigen on a live because I cannot stand her. But yes, even too, I will defend too. her because there's something wrong with me where, like, when people start to, like, hate on someone, like, I just always, like, take, like, the side of, like, 
the ones that you want to stick up for the underdog i do because i don't know because you look at them and, and like anyone who has like half a brain can just think that like that can like be anybody like you're hating on someone and like doing like that weird like bandwagon hate because you, for some reason, like, think that that would, like, never happen to you because, like, you think you're better than them. But, like, no. They're just, like, a normal person. Yeah. I and I, you know, I took a pledge on the podcast to stop talking about the Kardashians mostly because I just think – I think that they, unlike other celebrities, I feel like the Kardashians actively play with people's emotions to a point that I think it isn't fair. Like, for example, with the whole Chloe Tristan, Jordan Wood situation, it was, like – Chloe, and this was the moment actually when I decided to stop talking about them. So we all know what happened with that, you know, fucked up triangle. And Chloe is tweeting to Jordan, You ruined my family. You did this, blah, blah, blah. And then it came out a couple months ago. Chloe was like, Look, I've forgiven Tristan. We all should. And that was the moment when I said, well, I'm done talking about the Kardashians because you asked for our outrage and now you're asking for us to do this, but you're feeding us different things within. But even despite the fact that I dislike the Kardashians, I will say I'll defend Kim Kardashian because here's the thing. Like we want our celebrities wearing the Marilyn Monroe dress. We want them engaging in petty things. You know what I mean? Like if I have a hard day at work and I want to go on TMZ, I don't want to hear that the Kardashians went to a soup kitchen. I don't want to hear that they went shopping at J. Crew. I want them doing something environmentally unfriendly and petty <laughs> and, you know, incorrect. And then that way I get to get a little bit of entertainment out of it. It makes the day go around. Yeah. And I also like I'm so insane, but also this isn't even so much, like, me being, like, crazy. It's just, like, the Kardashians are, like, so overexposed. And, like, everyone yes. knows, like, everything about them. That, like, when I'm, like, hating on the Kardashians and, like, criticizing them. And someone's just, like, oh, I can't stand them either. Like, we need to hate them for the same reason where it doesn't even count with them. Because there's just so <laughs> many reasons to pick from. And, like, yeah, when I'm, like, sort of, like, attacking, like, Kim. And then people bring up her sex tape. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now I have to defend her. Now you're making me defend someone I'm mad at right now. And, yes. Yeah, I felt that way a lot with um, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and things like that. You know, like, I think that there's things about both of them that are really fucked up. But then if someone will say something on the opposite side that I disagree with, I'm like, well, now I have to kind of go to bat for the other one because I don't agree with you on that specific point about the person. And it's interesting that there could be someone... Like, for example, okay, let's say, like, Kanye West, right? I feel like there's a lot of people who dislike him. But then there's some people who dislike him because he's, like, a Hollywood elite celebrity. Um, But then there's other people who would hate him because he's a Trump supporter. So those are two people from completely different camps, but they both hate him, but for different reasons. Yeah. And I, I... I'm, like, very conflicted about, like, celebrities when it comes to, like, politics. Because on one hand, it's, like nothing affects them like it doesn't matter who's like the president or like what law is passed like it has zero effect on them whatsoever so hearing them talk about it like on either side leaves like a bad taste in my mouth but at the same time I do just I feel like even like the most like left-leaning celebrities like on like a grand scale they're gonna have like more like conservative ideologies that they're just not going to talk about because it's like a whole PR thing so as much as like I hate like people who like openly like support like Trump because with it comes like a lot of like hate mongering um at the same time like when they like support the opposite I'm like I just feel like you're lying to me and that like almost makes me more mad it's like I'm just really torn with it 
But No, I, I yeah. think exactly the same. And I almost like, even if we have different, it goes back to that authenticity thing, right? Like so many celebrities, right? Talking about like, for example, COVID. There were a few celebrities, um, like Evangeline Lilly, who was like, you know, I'm not staying at home. Like I'm going out, I'm doing all of this stuff. And everybody was like, fuck her. She's anti-vax. She's spreading conspiracy theories and things like that. But then President Obama has a birthday party and nobody's wearing masks at it, you know? And it's like, well, we should be mad at both, but one person's going to get more shit because they're practicing what they preach and then the other person is practicing what they're not preaching. But at the end of the day, isn't the practice more important than the preach, you know, when it actually comes down to it? And I agree with you. I think there's a ton of celebrities who, and this is in Blind Items too, talking about Julie Bowen, things like that. I think there's so many celebrities who are secretly conservative and they just pander um, different views. Yeah, I mean, like, you can't be, like, that, like, rich and, like, not favor, like, the side of, like, the conservative. Like, yeah, it's, like, really easy to, like, be, like, socially liberal and then, like, fiscally conservative. Mm -hmm. But, like, I feel like we've all, like, gone to a point where we know that, like, means nothing. Yet people, like, still eat it up when, like, celebrities, like, do that. So I'm just, like, I don't know. Like, when they talk about it in general, I'm, like, can you just, like, act or, like, perform or, like, whatever it is you're famous for, like, just stick to that. Because, I don't know. But I guess other people, yeah. yeah. It's the being condescending. Or, like, when Kim Kardashian, I think she said that she gives, like, 5% or 10% of what she makes to the church. Well, yeah, she gives that to her mother's church. So that way it's, like, tax deductible. It's just, like, stupid stuff like that where it's, like, you're trying to get brownie points, but you're not doing anything that's actually good. So it's just insulting to the general public to hear stuff like that. Exactly. And, yeah. And I've never really, like, heard, like, Gwyneth Paltrow, like, to just, like, talk about her one more time, like... I've never, yeah, bring her up. I, I love her so much. I'm sorry. Like, I've, I've never heard her, like, say anything about, like, being, like, I don't know, like, generous with, like, her money or anything. But um, <laughs> she she said something one time about Reese Witherspoon. This isn't, like, a direct quote. This is, like, roughly, like, what she said. Um, mm-hmm. Talking about her, like, being in, like, kind of, like, dumb, like, rom-com roles. And she was just, like, you, like, see her in, like, other movies, like, Walk the Line, where she was, like, fantastic. And, like, you know, she's, like, a good actress. And then you see her in, like, these stupid rom-coms. And you're, like, why would she take those roles? But obviously it's for, like, money and, like, status. And people got so mad at her for saying that and, like, thought it was, like, so rude and, like, outrageous. But it's, like, it's so true. Like, you think that because someone has, like, a ton of money, they would be, like, so generous and, like view it like differently they are just as greedy and like insane as as me but like I need to like yeah. save money <laughs> yeah I don't have like money to give like I wish that I did but like they're just as quick to sell out as like any other person they're just as quick to like hold on to their money and like look for like tax loopholes like I I don't know why like people are like convinced because they like I don't even know. They're convinced for a reason. They're convinced because there are publicists and PR companies and planned paparazzi shoots and little nuggets on the Ellen show that make you think that you know this person and all of the virtuous stuff that they've done. And I think that's why I'm so drawn to blind items is because – you know, the the truth of who a celebrity is as a person is probably somewhere in between the Ellen show appearance and the blind items, right? Because they're not all good and they're not all bad. But if the only thing the celebrity will show you is the Us Weekly cover, their social media, the Ellen show, you know that they're not just like a perfect individual, right? So then that's why the blind items are so fascinating because you could be like, oh, Gwyneth Paltrow you know, we like her, but she also definitely stole that role from Winona Ryder. But I don't think less of celebrities when I read their blind items, unless they're 
raping or killing someone, Army Hammer edition, normally I'm just like, yeah, everyone's shades of gray. And I like being able to see that about people. I feel the exact same way. Like there's nothing I've ever heard like negative about a celebrity other than like what you said. Um, yeah. That has ever changed my opinion where I was just like, oh, I hate them now. Like, I don't like I liked you before. I didn't like you before. And like you doing something good or bad doesn't change that because like you're just like a normal person, not a normal person, but like (laughs) you're a person. (laughs) Yeah, you're as normal as a person who could put a jade egg up of their vagina could probably be and then profit off of it. But I see, even, like, I am, like, so convinced that, like, Gwyneth Paltrow would even, like, behind closed doors, like, admit that, like, goop is ridiculous. Like, I was just talking to my friends about this, like, before I spoke with you about, like, this, like, idea for the show. And I was just, like, I just, like, I could talk to, like, Gwyneth Paltrow and be, like, goop's, like, kind of stupid. And she would, like, laugh and be, like, I know, right? But Kourtney Kardashian, if you said anything about poosh, she would be, like, that's my passion. Like, what are you? Yes. So I Well, it's funny, it. too, because um, Blind Items have said that Goop and Poosh are going to be working on collaborations together in the future, and they are kind of like cousins of each other. Don't they seem that way? Yeah. I kind of, like, associate them with, like, the same thing of, like, I kind of, like, don't really know what they are, but rich people <laughs> love them, so. And there's a lot of oozed, a lot of double yeah. ooze in the name for whatever freaking reason. Yeah. So I am very excited to talk about our partner for this podcast, Athletic Greens. So I've been wanting to take AG1 for a while now, mainly mainly because I think anyone who's drinking something that's green is cool. Any like liquid that isn't, you know, clear, I just think that there's something like fascinating about it. So I have been lusting after Athletic Greens for a long time. So Every day this week, I've been taking AG1. What it works is you take one scoop of uh, their powder and you put it in water and you shake it up and drink it. And it has this kind of like tropical citrusy taste. Um, And for me, why I really like it is that I used to take vitamins every day in the morning probiotics, you want to do like cranberry pills, you want to do stuff for um, your focus. I felt like I was geriatric. I was taking like 12 different pills every day and it took a while to swallow them all. So I really like Athletic Greens because it's just a great way to start your day with a drink rather than a million and a half vitamins. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So all you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash fluentlyforward. Once again, that's athleticgreens.com slash fluentlyforward. And you too can take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, so let's talk about other celebrities that people hate and why we would defend them. One that came to mind for me was Simon Cowell of American Idol. I can honestly say you are the worst singer in America. Really? Truthfully. That's my first audition. Well, I'm not surprised and it should be your last. And growing up watching American Idol, I was like, this man is Satan. He's like the devil reincarnated. He's evil. He's awful. And then I got a little bit older and I was like, and the show would be nothing without him because you need to have an asshole for the entire mantra of American Idol to work. Exactly. I think Randy, Simon, and Paula were like the blueprint of every like perfect Mm -hmm. like trio when it comes to like judging something. Like they just have like the great like balance. And Simon carried the show. Like, I remember, like, when he left, 
I feel like everyone actually, not even just like, like everyone was obsessed with American Idol when it was just like the original three. Yeah. If you didn't watch it and didn't, like, come to, like, work or school the next day and, like, talk about it, like, you were weird. Yes. Like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> and after he left, like, everyone stopped giving a shit about it because, like, it just went downhill. Like, yes. he, like they needed him. Do you watch um, 30 Rock at all? I don't watch it consistently, but I've, like, seen episodes before. Okay, well, they have um, this one episode where they do a play off of – uh, American Idol and it's called America's Kids Got Singing and it's like a talent show for kids who sing and Jenna Maroney is one of the hosts and she plays the Simon Cowell where every time a kid sings she gives them notes and she's like I would honestly rather kill myself in a slow <laughs> meticulous way than listening to this and everyone boos her but they also love her because they love to hate her. And I feel like some celebrities step up and they carry that torch for us. And they're like, all right, you can hate me. Love to hate me. That Like Gordon Ramsay, Simon Cowell, people who are just like, I'm an asshole. Bobby Flay. They're, they're all men. Yeah, 100%. And also it's just like they, they want to like hate on someone like Simon and then like say stuff like, why can't they be more like the other two? Like who were, like, kinder, but it's just, like, you wouldn't even notice that they were kind unless they were sitting next to someone like Simon. And also, people don't know what they want. Like, I I remember making a TikTok video about this when um, Kanye West and Julia Fox were wearing that, like, horrendous jean jacket, like, black leather outfit, and people were like, this outfit is ridiculous. And I'm like, you don't want to see them in Ann Taylor Loft. You don't. Like, you're, you're acting like you want to see them in, you know, a basic set from Amazon.com or Nordstrom, and you don't. We want our celebrities to be crazy, so then that way we talk about it. But I find it interesting when people are like, oh, they shouldn't have worn that. It's crazy. I'm like, it was crazy, comma, I'm glad that they wore that so we can talk about it. Exactly. Like, everything Lady Gaga has ever worn, like, I feel like, not so much now, but, like, when people, like, look back on, like, her in the beginning of her career, she got hate for everything she ever wore like people only had like the nasty dress yeah and like you look back mm. and it's like that was like so iconic though and like yeah everyone like always like talks out and references it so it's like i don't know like yeah they need to like do like crazy shit like i don't want to see them in like normal clothes that's for normal people like you're my entertainment <laughs> Yes. No, it's actually true. But then, and then it's interesting too, because then there's some celebrities who try to do it, right? There's some celebrities who are like, you have the Simon Cowell, the Kanye West, they're hated, but they're okay with being hated. And then you have some instances of like the Anne Hathaway, Jennifer Lawrence woman who are trying to do everything perfectly, but because they're trying to do everything perfectly, then they get hated on as well. And I always find that really fascinating. Like with Anne Hathaway, yeah, she's a grown-up theater kid. What do you expect? She's an actress. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes sense. Exactly. And that's why, like, I I mean, I'll always have, like, a place in my heart for Kanye West because, <laughs> I mean, this, like, sounds, like, so obnoxious, but, I like, at the end of the day, like, he's just very talented, and I feel like actually talented celebrities, they do get, like, a free pass in my mind because there are celebrities who they're have zero talent. They're also becoming more, more rare and rare, you exactly. know, when you have, like, Selena Gomez singing, and it's, like, you definitely didn't grow up wanting to sing. Like, there's so many plants. Exactly. And it's, like, if I, I care more about a singer who can sing than a singer who's a good person. Mm-hmm. I can't believe that's, like, an insane thing to say these days, but apparently it is. <laughs> and there are celebrities who are assholes who don't have talent. So Kanye West, he might be an asshole, but he's extremely talented. So I think that, like, counts for something. But I also just, like, do, like, find it, like, very admirable how, like, 
people like him and like Simon Cowell, like they are like so comfortable with like people just hating on them and it doesn't hold them back from like being the asshole that they are. Like I do like admire that. <laughs> I do too. And I, I think, you know, and sometimes I go, is that I think about that with like Kanye West, Simon Cowell. I'm like, yeah, like I doubt myself so much, you know, maybe I should be more like these people. But then I do pause and I go, well, I think they all have narcissistic personality disorder. So maybe it's not a trait that I'm admiring, but it's more of a mental illness. Um, yeah. Who knows? Maybe that's also why it's so easy for them. <laughs> but at any rate, sometimes I get a little bit envious because, you know, I'll make a TikTok video and find myself second guessing my words because I don't want to be misinterpreted. And I'm like, Kanye West has never once stressed out about what I'm spending 20 minutes stressing out on. Exactly. I, I think it's finding a balance. Like, I obviously don't want to, like, yeah. replicate all of, like, my life choices after them. But every once in a while when I'm, like, really feeling, like, insecure, I'm, like, there are some people who, like, don't care about anything and have actually, like, almost, like, ruined their careers and families just, like, standing behind, like, what they say. And mm-hmm. I don't think I want to do that, but maybe be, like, a little bit more confident. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Just the, And so someone that I think of when I think of that is Jake Paul. I don't like Jake Paul. I would try to box him if I could just to try and get one swing in. But like I said, shades of gray, I think that he's awful. But at the same time, his work ethic is unbelievable. I used to watch his vlogs back when he was on the Disney Channel and he damn it all to hell. He was waking up every day at 5 a.m. He was working out. He was going to Disney. He was coming back. He was doing a vlog every single day. And he had this phrase that he would say with his vlog camera early in the morning when he would work out and he would say, you got to want it. And I think that's also something that's really interesting too. These celebrities, some of them, especially these influencers, Jake Paul and Logan Paul have worked really fucking hard. So even if I don't like them, there's so many parts of them that I have to be like, ah, you know what? Hats off. That was really impressive. I agree. And I also kind of consider them like within like the time that they sort of like started to like take off, like they're within that group of people in the beginning who really were like trailblazers for people like Mm -hmm. online where it's like as much as I hate them and I don't necessarily know how hard I would go to defend them it would definitely like depend on who's hating on them within like the context of it all but um them existing is like the reason why there's like other people online that exist that I do like and it's like if they didn't come before like I don't know if like these people would have had a career so you have to like recognize that I guess yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It is exciting. Okay, we have a few. <laughs> okay, we have a few other folks on here. Um, one is Ellen DeGeneres, and I have to say, I'm gonna defend Ellen DeGeneres because first of all, there's so many great memes of her. Like if you see a tweet and then you just scroll underneath and it's that photo of Ellen DeGeneres crying with her face all red, that'll light up my day for the next 30 seconds. So I like her for that. And I also like her for the irony that she was this like kind, successful lesbian daytime talk show host. And then during COVID, she turned into like the most evil piece of shit ever. And I'm sure once again, that the answer is somewhere in the middle. But I have to say, it tickles me because I think it's funny for a celebrity to get their karma that their exact slogan was reversed over the course of a Twitter thread. I think it's funny. I I agree. And I, I I like actually like pretty much defend like everyone on the list that you sent me. Other than Anne Hathaway, because I feel like Anne Hathaway doesn't get hated on as much that I see. Um, yeah, not anymore. Yeah. But yeah, she used to. And she's from New Jersey, so I have to like defend her at the end of the day. Yes. But <laughs> but Ellen, um, 
I, I don't know. I feel like if people aren't, like, hating on, like, other, like, talk show hosts that are assholes, like, David Letterman, total dick. Like, if you're not, like... Jay Leno? Like, are yeah. you kidding me? Stole Conan O'Brien's spot? I'm still upset. 100%. So it's, like, if you want to hate on Ellen, that's fine. But if you're not going to hate on them a little bit, then I'm going to defend Ellen till I die. Yeah. <laughs> also, I, I do think, too, like, there are so many celebrities who really... Not every celebrity, like you said, not every celebrity is giving out money and charity, but I think just about on every single show, Ellen was giving away something to someone. So, you know, at least she was balancing out a little bit of verbal harassment with giving away a Toyota. So, you know, at the end of the day, she'll like settle somewhere in purgatory, I think. I I agree. I mean, (laughs) she, she put on like an entertaining show and it was like successful for a really long time. And I feel like to like keep up that level of success for that long... You're probably a sociopath. <laughs> like I know. The, I will you know? say the, the one thing I can't forgive her for is um, I think she had those little twins on too much. You know those girls who would rap to Nicki Minaj? Yes. I'm like, maybe have them on only once a week instead of like seven times a day. Why was she so obsessed with them? I also heard she like gave them cocaine. So I don't know <laughs> if that's true. <laughs> She's like, before you wrap Nicki Minaj, let me, uh, let's just boof in the green room for a little bit and get you pumped up before you go out on stage. Yeah. And I, look, I'm not going to like defend like adults giving like cocaine to children. That's like not what I'm trying to do. (laughs) But I also feel like, I don't know, like if you're like, if you're like bringing your kids on this show and then the host of it's giving them coke, she's definitely guilty. But like, I feel like the parents (laughs) might like deserve some guilt too. Who bought the cocaine? You know, I think it goes back to the cartel and they're the one to blame. And Ellen did nothing wrong. She was just passing it from, you know, one area (laughs) to the other. I feel like there's like a lot of people to blame. Like Ellen's definitely one of them. But like, I feel like there are other people that could like take the fall too. Let's blame the president. Like the war on drugs. Like if this law didn't exist, then it would be fine to do cocaine with children. So I think that's where we need to take it back. Yeah. I think the audience for like wanting like a good show and that's all Ellen was like trying to do she like couldn't take the pressure (laughs) so instead of her doing coke she gave it to the kids there we go and and speaking of daytime talk show hosts someone who I think people hate but love to hate Wendy Williams I would kill myself for Wendy Williams I I love everything about her I'm so sad with what she's going through right now and how the show it seems like is going to be ending and she won't be coming back to it um But she's like the anti-Ellen DeGeneres, which once again makes her more likable. The fact that she has probably never once in her life claimed to be kind. Uh, Yeah. And I I appreciate Wendy also for like, yeah, just like being like really like real and like honest and like sort of like talking about celebrities from Mm -hmm. the point of view of like a celebrity and like putting them in their place sort of. And I always I I love celebrities that like kind of aren't afraid to like talk shit about others and like don't care. Yes. Yeah, like when Jennifer Lawrence said in that interview, she's like, I'd like to know what's going on with Taylor Swift and Carly Kloss. I was like, one of us. That's what we were all wondering at that time. But like how incredible to hear that other celebrities are wondering about it too. Yeah, and it's like I like I get it, like I, I don't get it. I don't know how Hollywood works at all. Like, it's so, like, far removed <laughs> from my reality. <laughs> but, like, I can understand, like, not wanting to, like, burn bridges or, like, have, like, hate because, like, the media will just, like, blow it out of proportion. But at the same time, it's just, like, we all know that you all don't get along. So, yes. like, just, like, fill us in a little bit. And I feel like Wendy was, like, pretty open about, like, her opinions on, like, other famous people. And I, like, appreciate that. 
Yes, 100%. 100%. Okay, somebody else that we had on our list, Meghan Markle. I will just defend her because, first of all, she literally was a a victim of very abusive press um, racism, and it sounds like the royal family were just absolute... I was going to say cunts to her because I guess that's like a British word, isn't it? But what I don't understand is when people are like Meghan Markle like was bullying the royal family. She's like speaking out against the press. I'm like, okay, so in the in you have, you know, one person versus the other person, Meghan Markle versus the royal family. And you're going to go to bat for the royal family. Like, who cares? Like, I can't think of someone that needs less defending from you online than the royal family. And, like, that's the horse you want to bet on in this fight? Like, I'm Team Meghan Markle. 100%. That's the main reason I'm Team Meghan Markle. I didn't know anything really about her until she spoke out. Like, I don't follow the royal family whatsoever, but, like, I hate them. (laughs) And, like, the second I heard that she was, like, talking shit about them, I was like, well, I'm immediately on her side. Like, she could literally have, like, murdered someone. I'm taking her side because fuck the royal family. Like, why would I defend them? And people in America will be like, she is, you know, tainting the royal name. I'm like, you Good. don't even go there. You belong to a democracy, you weirdo. Like, why are you getting so involved in it? You're not even, you don't even live in England. And then that's when I start to think you're just being racist or misogynistic or something. And typically I don't like to say that because I think everyone has the right to hate someone just for the hell of it. But really, like, the minute you start saying that stuff about Meghan Markle, I'm like, that's just stupid because why are you riding the dick of the royal family so hard? It makes no sense. We literally tried to get away from them years ago. What's going on? Exactly. Exactly. And even, like, just, like, that, like, way of, like, thinking, I see, like, a lot of people, like, do online when they just want to, like, complain about random shit. And it's just, like, Mm -hmm. of course, like, I always see people doing it, like, in, like, a way to make themselves, like, virtue signal in a way and just, like, hate on someone for no reason and, like, sort of, like, make it sound like they're better than them. I don't even know. But it's just, like, when whenever you're, like, hating on someone in, like, a argument or situation, really, like, think about, like, the person you're defending and, mm-hmm. like, realize that that's, like, the right side to be on. And it's, like, yeah, if you're, like, defending, like, a large corporation or, like, the royal yes. family or, like, a billionaire, maybe you're not on the right side and, like, you should just keep yeah. that thought to yourself. I don't know. Yeah, there, there was a oh God, I, I wish I could remember who it was, but I did a TikTok video. I was talking about someone recently. Uh, I forget who it was. Let's just say it was Gigi Hadid. And someone in my comments was like, but didn't she do something problematic once, though? And I'm like, if you can't name it, if you can't describe what it was, if you can't tell me about it, but you're telling me that I shouldn't say something nice about her because you think that she did something problematic once. I'm like, we really need to pull our heads out of our asses here and only use that term when it actually has a use. You can't just throw it around being like, I wouldn't like them because like I heard that maybe they did something wrong once. I'm all for spreading rumors, but I'm never going to tell someone not to like someone because of it. It's just, you know, here's what I've heard about them and now let's think the same. Exactly. And it's also like probably... Like, haven't we all, like, haven't we all, like, done something wrong in our life? And it's, like, I, I do really like the Hadids, except for Yolanda, um, because yeah. they're, like, around my age, so I just, like, think they're cool. But it, I do, like, sort of have, like, sympathy is, like, not the right word, because they're doing just fine. But it's, like, those people who, like, grew up in the spotlight, I do kind of mm. feel bad for them in a way where it's just, like, you, you can't, like, be so harsh on them. And I know everyone likes to act, like, oh, you should know better at this age, you should know better at that age. I feel like until, like, your brain is fully developed, like, 
you're just an idiot and like let's not take what they say seriously so it's like the things yeah. that I heard about like the Hadids and stuff it's like they grew up like in the spotlight when they were like going through like their shithead phase like don't you feel like any yeah. sympathy I don't know a hundred percent or um Demi Lovato gets a lot of shit right um, yes. And people are like, oh, they're so attention-seeking and, like, this is absolutely insane. Any single person who was a child star, especially Disney, Nickelodeon, I'm just going to kind of give you a free pass forever because I think that the shit that went on there was so insane. And especially Disney, you weren't just on a TV show. You were also doing Disney original movies. You were also doing sounds uh, or sorry, songs, albums, touring, um, all these promotions. Like you were probably working 12 hours a day as a kid. So, oh, wow. um, Demi Lovato wants her album to do well. It's like, who gives a fuck if that's the most annoying thing about Demi Lovato? Like anyone who is a child star i just kind of think they're allowed to do whatever they want because they didn't get to have a childhood 100 uh, percent agree but then also on top of that like i don't know what demi lovato ever did that was like that bad <laughs> i would i would have been like such a menace if i had like her yes. life like she's been through so much shit i would be so much worse i feel like given what she's gone through she doesn't do anything that bad in my eyes i feel like people who hate her are just obnoxious and just want to, like, hate on someone for no reason. I will always defend Demi Lovato. Even, like, the whole yogurt thing, I was on her side the whole time. So I have kind of gotten in the middle of something with this yogurt shop called The Big Chill in Century City. I was like, you guys are doing too much. I think, yeah, and I think, too, you know, Demi's kind of cooled it from a couple years ago. I remember it was really funny when Demi Lovato got into Twitter beef with Taylor Swift being like, Taylor, like, I am out here tweeting for Kesha and Taylor Swift has done nothing. And then it turns out that Taylor Swift secretly donated $250,000 to pay all of Kesha's legal fees. And when they that found out, Demi was like, Okay, but still, she should have been tweeting. And I'm like, actually, I think Kesha appreciated the quarter of a million dollars a little bit more than, like, 50,000 retweets. But, you know, whatever you say. I, yeah, she was just embarrassed. It happens to the best of us. She was trying to, like, defend herself. Some messy Twitter beef. Some messy, messy Twitter beef. And I think that's kind of a little bit of what's happening to Doja Cat right now. I think um, any celebrity who's spending too much time online, I think there's just a there's such a sweet period of people saying, oh, my God, I love you, relatable celebrity. And then immediately that will tip. And it's like you're embarrassing yourself. You need to get offline. You're ruining your celebrity. Yeah. And I actually, like, I just made, like, a video, like, talking about, like, how everybody wants people online to be, like, more, like, authentic and, like, less, like, like less make it less of, like, a highlight reel. And I feel like in terms of, like, people keeping it real without being sort of, like, an asshole, like, Gwyneth Paltrow, I felt like Demi mm-hmm. Lovato kept it really real. And even, like, I guess, like, kind of, like, Doja Cat in a way where, like, well, Demi Lovato's documentary was incredible. She's like, I did coke. I punched a backup dancer. Then you have Taylor Swift's documentary. No one else is interviewed. It's just a PR piece. So I think Demi really takes it there in terms of keeping it real. Exactly. And, like, I feel like at this point, like, everyone knows, like, what, like, depression is and, like, the basic stuff that we all go through. And it's, like, if you really want to, like, he- like, feel, like, less alone and, like, less, like, ashamed of, like, the bad side of, like, your mental illness, like, Demi Lovato, like, shows, like, the good, the bad, and the ugly – And that's what everybody has been saying that they want out of, like, people. And, like, I just get, like, a very, like, real, like, vibe from Demi. And, like, I don't know. I I feel like that's what everyone's 
like acts like they want online but Demi's like gotten nothing but hate for like showing that side of her so yeah no she does keep it real and then you have the you know celebrity that tries to keep it real like for example and I love Olivia Rodrigo but this is just the first example that came to mind you know Olivia Rodrigo takes like a selfie of herself crying but she looks fantastic in it and then that's like part of the Spotify image that plays with the song Jealousy Jealousy and I'm like okay that's like crying so I guess it's like is it real not really it's also like promoting your song but Demi talking about going to the pits of hell and back that's pretty fucking real Exactly. And then also, like, I know this is just, like, something that everyone kind of, like, laughed on online, but, like, even the whole, like, yogurt thing, like, <laughs> I'm sure it still Demi, tickles me. It, it's, I, I still, like, laugh about it, but at the same time, it's, like, I'm sure Demi thought that, like, what she was, like, thinking was, like, crazy, because that, like, comes with, like, the horrible, like, thoughts that she's having with, like, her relationship with food and stuff, and she's just, like, vocalizing it so, like, other people who are going through it, like, no, like, you're not crazy, like, other people, like, think about this, and then everyone online was just, like, pointing and laughing and, like, no, you are crazy, and it's just, like, she is trying her best to, like, help other people kind of, like, feel like they're not the only ones going through something, and she's she's showing, like, the side that everyone else is, like, too ashamed or embarrassed to, like, talk about, and I, I have respect for her for that reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, Demi Lovato tweeting one thing, right? Like, I'm triggered at the yogurt shop. I've written about this before. If I unsubscribe from an email and then they send me an email saying thanks for unsubscribing after I unsubscribed, I'll lose my shit. Or if I try to unsubscribe and then they say, oh, great, you'll be unsubscribed in two weeks when this notification goes through, I lose my shit. So who am I to say that your yogurt shop thing was out of pocket when I get triggered over the, you know, wind blowing the bangs into my eyes and I'll tweet about that. Literally. Or someone, like, not even, like, using their blinker is enough to put me in, like, such a disturbing (laughs) fit of rage. Like, it makes Demi Lovato look like the most, like, sane person on earth. Like, me behind the wheel of a car. It's, like, a monster. So I don't judge Demi for, like, anything. A hundred percent. Okay, and I think you added on here, which I... (laughs) I think this is really funny. You added onto this list Madison Beer. I'd yes. love to hear your thoughts. We we Madison Beer and I have a little bit of a history, but I'm hoping we can move past it. I I realize okay, again, like like every like asshole celebrity that like I defend, most of it is just like everyone hating on them. Like if they didn't get as much hate, I probably like wouldn't like think to defend them. But I will say, yeah. like with Madison Beer, my final straw is when people got mad at her for like hiding outside of like a plastic surgeon's office or something and she uh-huh. got a lot of backlash for that and that's when I had to like go to war to defend her and like finally like switch to her side um I just feel like I don't really listen to her music like I know like a few songs and they're like fine they're like very out-of-tuned but I just feel like her whole career like she tried to be like a singer but like people always just sort of like only looked at her as like a pretty face which is like the harsh reality of it I guess like be a better singer if you want people to like take you more seriously but like I don't know, like, she sort of, like, starts to, like, play into it, and that's all anyone ever talks about is, like, her face and, like, how pretty she is, and then it, like, turns into, like, a whole, like, weird thing of just, like, picking apart everything wrong, and I just feel like whenever there's, like, so much attention on someone's, like, looks, regardless if it's good or bad, like, they're inevitably going to become dysmorphic, and... Mm then like the accusations of like plastic surgery is like a lot to handle and then like she gets backlash if she does it she gets backlash if she doesn't and she doesn't talk about it but at the same time she just has to like deal with everyone's like opinions on it and like not do anything and I just feel like all that combined with the fact that this all happened at like such a young age where like I don't know when I was like Madison Beer's age 
when, like, she started, like, becoming, like, in the public eye, I hated myself for no reason. No one was even commenting on the way that I looked, and I just, like, hated it. So I can't even, like, imagine, like, being, like, going through that and then just, like, no situation you can win. And I feel like the same thing sort of happened to, like, Khloe Kardashian, although, like, Madison Beer obviously gets, like, more, like, praise for the way that she looks than her, but it's just, like... I can't, like, judge someone for, like, rearranging their face with plastic surgery when the entire world... Rear-ending... Wait, did you say rear-ending their face? No, I said rearranging, but that's actually funnier. (laughs) Chloe Loki kind of rearranged her face a little. Like, I love Chloe Kardashian, and I feel that... No, she did. It's so sad. I'm, like, watching, like, the old episodes where she was so pretty, like, before she had anything done, and it's just, like... People will always, like, say that it's sad when they see, like, girls get a lot of work done at a young age. But, like, when I see it happen to, like, people in, like, the public eye, it's, like, it's sad because, like, other people drove them to it. Like, that's the sad part about it. Like, and that's why I defend Madison Beer. And, like, people want to get mad at her for talking about that she's, like, saying that she's pretty, then she's conceited. If she gets plastic surgery because she's insecure, then she's a terrible person, too. I, I just feel like she's just one of those people that can't win. And I think people hate on her because she is just really pretty and they're like mad about it for some reason. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And and the video that I made about her that went kind of viral and, and she ended up seeing and disliking, I, you know, if I could go back in time, I think I still would have made the video, but I think I would have turned the comments off because I think the comments in the video were completely going against the point that I was trying to make. And in all of the comments, they were like, she's too pretty, she's too perfect, like she tries too hard. And I have to be honest, I've seen, you know, videos of her without makeup on. She's really not trying hard. She's actually just gorgeous. Um, But I think what I'm excited for is going back to that quote, right, of people who get you will get you and people who want to misunderstand you will, no matter what you do. And I'm excited to one day see Madison Beer's villain arc where she's like, fuck it. Like, I will be hot. I will be this. You could say whatever you want about me, but I'm just going to keep doing it. Like, I think a lot of people are um, just interested in, like, who is Madison Beer, right? Because I think growing up in the public eye and being so gorgeous, and I think she she says that she has borderline personality disorder, a lot of people-pleasing tendencies. She seems like this really very beautiful, very sensitive soul. Um, I could just imagine she's probably spent the last, like, eight years of her life feeling very curated and feeling like she can't be free and trying to please people, but know that by pleasing people, she has to do less and not say this and not do that. And it's all about what you shouldn't do. So I just imagine if there was a version of Madison Beer who like grew up on an island for, you know, 25 years, I'd love to see what she was like because um, I think, you know, when you hear so much criticism online, it just stunts your growth, literally. 100%. And I like, people, like, saying that she, like, tries too hard to be perfect, it's, like, when that's all anybody, like, notices and, like, only, like, values or, like, knows you for is just, like, being pretty, I can imagine, like, the fear of, like, losing that and being, like, oh, my God, like, if anyone sees me looking a little bit ugly, then I'm fucked because that's, like, all people ever talk about. Like, so it's, like, people, like, not wanting to acknowledge that because they just, like, hate her and, like, the fact that, like, I don't know, like, when I, like, see, like, look back, like, when she was, like, 18 and, like know that like she had to like go through that I feel so bad for her and I know that like she has like a lot of like privilege and like had like a lot of things like go like easy for her and like there are some people who uh, like Chloe for example who just got like shit on for her looks Mm -hmm. and it's just like I almost feel like it's not that different like when everyone's talking about one thing and hyper fixating on it and like feeling so comfortable giving their opinion it's like I feel like praise and criticism like 
they sort of there's like a fine line where it's like it's just like the like close like attention and like microscope over it that I feel like is the like mentally like damaging part. I don't know yeah, if that makes no, sense. Yeah, that's very insightful. Like, it's it's definitely a spotlight, right? Maybe yeah. one's coming from the left and one's coming from the right, but it's highlighting and focusing on just one thing. So, of course, you're going to obsess over it, you know? Exactly. And especially when it's, like, I feel like they, they both tried to, like, obviously do, like, other things with their career. And it, that's, yeah. like, what everyone always would, like, go back to. And, like, I can imagine that just, like, being, like, really frustrated. And then, like, once they finally give in everyone like hates on them again for it and it's just like what what, how would you expect like someone to like react to that like I don't know it's just crazy exactly exactly and I love you but here too you said her line about how she was supposed to be in the thank you next music video was hilarious so funny the the soundbite of I was supposed to be in the video and the eyebrows arcing up like that will just forever be in my mind it's so funny. I <laughs> like that is like one of like my favorite like videos on like the internet. She's iconic for that. I always like make jokes. Everyone I feel like always makes jokes online about how like they just like to like lie for fun to just like spice yes. up a conversation. And she like pulled out like the lie of all lies. Like nothing but respect. Like I think that's hilarious. But she was supposed to she was supposed to be in the video. It just didn't work out because she's good <laughs> <to> Miami. <laughs> And all of the girls around her being like, ah, when she says it, like like little teenage minions and stuff. I loved it. I love everything about that video. So funny. And just like her like look on her face like, I know. Like, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. One day they're going to make an emoji in the exact face of the Madison beer I was supposed to be in the video face. She deserves it. it the most used. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay. Um, and then lastly, before we wrap up here, celebs that I hate and I can't defend – for me, it's just Dax Shepard. We have one-sided beef, and I just really can't stand him. Um, I should listen to his podcast because everyone says I would like it, but something about him just fucking grinds my gears, and I don't know why, but it does. No, he, there's something about him, too. They, I Honestly, I always get him confused with Zach, Zach Braff. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I always get them confused. Um, so They're both, like, white men who need to take a shower. Yeah. So, it, honestly, yeah. like, when one of them does something that, like, sort of, like, irritates me, I just see that as both of them. They're just, like, one yes. person to me. And then, like, the lead of, like, Nickelback is sort of, like, their long-lost Chad twin. Kroger. Yeah. Yes. They uh-huh. all look the same, in my opinion. Just, like, slightly off. Presents. Trailer Park Cousins, and you said here Yolanda Hadid. You know what? I think I would defend her just because she's entertaining enough, but she's rotted to the core. Yeah. She is, like, everything that I, like, all, like, the negative assumptions that I make about Kris Jenner, Mm -hmm. Yolanda is them, like, actually, like, brought to life. Like. I feel She's like, like the toxic version of them, not the polished version of them. Exactly. And I, I just feel like given, like, everything with, like, the Kardashians, like, y- you can sort of, like, connect the dots and know that, like, maybe there's, like, something off about, like, Chris. Like, just – I because I, <laughs> I have, like, psychoanalyzed all of them, like, so many times. Like, I've rewatched the show, like, a hundred times. So, like, I feel like I, like, know them to a T. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like, their mother, like, some responsibility, like, goes on her. But, like, you never, like, see that. You only see, like, the side of Chris that just, like, wants nothing but the best for her kids. And then you see Yolanda Hadid who's, like, you can have, like, two almonds and you'll be (laughs) fine. (laughs) 
like stop crying. Sexual potential between a. It was like the way that Andrew Jackson was obsessed with the National Bank is the same way that Yolanda Hadid feels about almonds. She's just like obsessed with them. It really boggles the mind. She's she's just crazy. Like when I like would watch. I I don't really like watch like The Housewives that much, but I watched it a lot. Like when the uh, girls were in high school, mm-hmm. um, and her like obsessed with Gigi like losing weight and like being like skinny and I not was, being a lesbian who plays volleyball yeah. <laughs> I was like this bitch is there's something so wrong with her and it's crazy because it's like Gigi like seems so sweet like she just like seems yeah. like so like sweet and like mentally stable so I'm just like how did you do that with like this woman like in your home like <laughs> I know. It's it's insane. Honestly, we should be giving Gigi and Bella much more props for growing up under the ever-watchful eye of Yolanda Hadid. Honestly. And honestly, like, every time, like, I hear, like, Bella, like, talking about, like, her relationship with, like, food and, like, body dysmorphia and stuff, I don't even think about Bella. All I'm thinking about is that monster who probably yes. did this to her. And yes. I just feel rage in my heart. Like, I, whenever, like, I see her talking about it, I'm like, I put your mom on the phone. Like, I need to talk to her because I know this is her fault. I know you get real like guidance counselor vibes all of a sudden when you're like, I need to speak to your parents. Like, let's send a note home because the call's coming from inside the house. Literally, because you've just seen like so much like incriminating like things on like Yolanda doing that. And then once they like finally admit it, you're like, oh my God, I knew it. This yeah. woman. Yeah. So that's why I that's hate why. her. But she is entertaining. And I love Lisa Rinna. And I feel like Lisa Rinna, um, the reason why I love her is, like, the whole, like, Munchausen accusations. Yes. And we yes. needed that for, to have, like, Lisa talk about that, so. We really did. It was, it was every Batman needs his Robin, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, what's someone having Hashimoto's, if that's what it's called, or, like, chronic Lyme without the person to say you have Munchausen? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it just wouldn't make sense. Well, before we go, I would love for you to just tell people, and I'm curious myself, are you going to be starting a podcast? What do you see next for the Princess Milky brand? And also, why Princess Milky? Did I have I asked you that yet? I've always been curious. Yeah, I get that question like all the time. Um, so my name's Molly, and when we like first got like when me and all my friends like got iPhones for the first time in like high school, um, iOS like first like invented autocorrect. So all of our names were like fine except for mine would always autocorrect to Milky. So that was just, like, a nickname that my friends gave me when I was, like, 15, and it just, like, stuck. So when I was, like, making, like, my TikTok thing, I was, like, I can't use, like, my real name. (laughs) So I did that, and I just tried, like, a ton of, like, variations. Like, I, I, like, just random words. Like, I literally think, like, I had, like, pathetic in the beginning, and, like, that was taken. (laughs) And that was, like, the only one that wasn't, and I still had to, like, put, like, an underscore and an extra Y. And I was just, like, how many Milkies are out there? And then, of course, it's, like, the most, like, obscure thing ever where people are like, where did that come from? And I'm like, why are you asking me? There's, like, a billion of them on this app. Like, I had to fight for just this one. But, yeah, so that's it. And I have, like, a little necklace that says it. And sometimes Oh, my it, God, I love it. Does the I, necklace have the extra Y? No, it just has the one. Okay. And I get, like, a little bit embarrassed sometimes when people are like, did you get that necklace because of your TikTok? And I'm like, no, this came before. This this was, like, already there. Like, I would never, like, get, like, myself my own, like, necklace with, like, my internet username. But, um, yeah. yeah. So that's, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Uh, yeah. 
And uh, we'll, of course, I feel like everyone probably already knows you from TikTok, but we'll be linking out in the show notes to your profile so everyone can watch the videos. And will you be starting a podcast? Are we going to be hearing these rants in long form? I would love that. Fantastic first job on a podcast. Thank you so much Thank for coming you. on. And, Thank you for uh, having me. Shooting the shit and just uh, defending these celebrities, these millionaires who obviously need our help. So let's let's hope that the Fluently Forward bump goes out to them and we can get some more love for, you know, Ellen DeGeneres, Jake Paul, Kanye west all of these people who deserve a little bit of grace obviously this is the social cause that i really care about honestly so (laughs) i'm glad that i'm finally able to talk about it fuck the environment fuck the homeless all of that stuff um i just want to make sure that people treat kim kardashian and simon cowell with respect i I think it's about time honestly (laughs) (laughs) all right thank you molly Thank you. All right. Huge, huge, huge thank you to Molly for coming on. That was fantastic. Tell me. We're going to be doing some different polls up on Instagram this week on Instagram stories. Do you like these celebrities or do you hate them? I'm talking Gwyneth Paltrow. I'm talking Jake Paul. I'm talking Madison Beer. I want to hear everyone's thoughts on everything and see do people agree that these are celebrities you would defend or not. Otherwise, that is it for this episode. Next week, we will be doing a little bit of a deep dive on someone. Otherwise, thank you so much for hanging out with us this week, and I will see you next week for another episode of Fluently Forward. Bye, guys.